BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with OCR Bunny and OCR Strong. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey BeastNet, uh, today you got Pretty Mike here and today I've got with me uh, Benj, Benji and Nicole and Ryan. Um, why don't you guys tell me kind of who you are and what you got going? Perfect. Ryan, go first. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I um, am a personal trainer along with Benny and Nicole, and we found that there was just not a lot of uh, obstacle course races or just trail races in general around our area and thought that uh, we tried to put one together. And uh, from that point, Papermaker kind of grew and it's been growing. And so at this point, we're just trying to involve the community as much as possible and um, bring, you know, a event that um, shares our passion for fitness and community involvement to the area. Which is awesome, because that's one of the biggest things that we've talked about in the episode quite a bit, um, different episodes. Um, living up here in the Northwest, we don't have enough. No. Um, we get, you know, the big guys come around once a year, you know, and I've kind of, I've stepped back uh, from OCR a little bit because of that and started doing more triathlons and stuff. But even with that, I got four months out of the year and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. And Spartan actually canceled this year, the, the yeah. Washington event. So the Spartan's yeah. not here this year. So now there's a big gap of Seattle and then that's it in this area. There's, there's Terrapin events, which is great. They do the Muddy Valentine mm -hmm. and Leprechaun uh, that's down South in Oregon, but really nothing in this area in, in Washington. So we need, we need something here. Yes, we do. And I, I think it's awesome that you guys kind of saw that hole and you're, you're trying to, to fill it and, you know, bring more of that up here. Cause I think we're losing a lot of people that could be doing these races that are like, there's none up here. Why would we, I mean, we don't even get rugged anymore. We get nothing. I mean, you guys get it in Portland. We don't get it up here in Seattle. Right. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. So you're up there. Yeah. And Benny and I are actually in uh, Liberty Lake, Washington, out of Spokane. So we're in okay. Eastern Washington. And I'm originally from Vancouver, so that's my hometown all down there. And so I have a huge passion for coming back and kind of creating that element of community. Also, um, Ryan and I, we met five years ago and started running and kind of all within the race community. And then Benny as well. Benny and I met, met on, on a race team. team. And so racers from all over. So we're super passionate about it. But we train clients as well um in the vancouver area and up here in eastern washington so it's cool to kind of mash the worlds together that is it's awesome. crazy it's been five years i did not realize that yeah, it's, it's, yeah we're coming up on four ryan so like the crazy wow. thing like when we started i started spartan racing in 2016 so we've mm -hmm. been around for a while right i know nicole started in 14 or 15 mm -hmm. Ryan, I'm sure was the same boat too. So I was the late bloomer of this whole group. And <laughs> what over the years, you know, Spartan's been changing and growing into this Olympic sport and it's lost touch with its roots. You know, there's yes. no gladiators. I wasn't there for the gladiators, but I just think since they got rid of burpees this year for the elites and the age groups now, what's the point of doing a Spartan? There's no strength. So when we created the papermaker, it really took all three of our gifts and our skill sets. So 
Ryan was the course manager designer, really had the idea, and he came up with the first year's design of the paper maker, and it was Amazing. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, so Ryan's very gifted in that. And then it takes Nicole and I to keep when we're putting that whole thing together, right? Marking the course, setting it up the night before. Because the way Lacimus was set up, we couldn't do any motorized vehicles. Yeah. first year so it was we learned a lot that yeah. first year yeah it takes all three of us crazies to come together <laughs> and uh unconventionally put things together but it's uh pretty amazing that we can all work together and when we travel down every other week we travel down and we've been yep. able to meet with ryan and we kind of do the coffee business and all set up everything mm -hmm. and then uh, Ryan again designing the course which is gonna blow people's minds because I mean he's really gifted in that so oh, oh, yeah. say so what's the distances on the courses that you guys have I mean is it one distance multiple distances I kind of saw it last year but I didn't get really you know last year was a, a weird year for me I was focusing more in other areas and I saw some stuff on it but what kind of what kind of distances are we doing what kind of you know obstacles are we looking at I mean is it I'm just kind of wondering what, where we're at. I mean, we're we talking old school, like Spartan when it was Spartan, you know, because it sounds like you're kind of in the same mindset I am. Spartan's gotten away from what made Spartan great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think what we are kind of all getting to last. So last year it was about four miles. I think this year it's going to be somewhere, you know, give or take in that area. And I know. Mm -hmm. Benny has brought up doing, you know, trail races throughout the year and it not so much being the paper maker obstacle course race rather the paper maker events um, almost kind of like you know terrapin does um, but what we've talked about and really kind of agreed on and the ideas really flourished with was the community involvement and even more so just our environment and so our obstacles are a lot um, a lot of them are naturally made um, just ways to incorporate trails and trees and different areas, logs that we're gonna be using. So this year, you know, we're not gonna be having a lot of man-made items. Um, that's not to say the obstacles or the, the race is gonna be, you know, boring or easy by any means. It's definitely challenge everybody from, you know, the younger children to the older adults. And it, we're gonna to bring together an event this year that's gonna be like none other. Yeah, we wanted to bring really the natural elements because the Pacific Northwest is all about the trees and the, the logs, rivers and the, the lakes logs. and the logs, that grittiness. And so we wanted to kind of be a little bit different on that and bring the natural elements, the organic, authentic way to just what would you do if you were out lost in the woods? You'd have to like pick up yeah. a log and carry it. And so we want to kind of have that grit versus, okay, we already know that we're going to come up to this and do some man-made thing. Well, that's obvious in obstacle courses, but we want to stand out a little bit different. I like that. I like the idea of that because that's one thing, you know, I've, I mean, you know, and, and I don't mean to keep bringing up Spartan, but that's kind of the one thing that's like the, the, I don't know, the measuring tape, I guess, that everyone uses. But years ago, when I first, my first one was 2015 in Montana. So, because I start with stupid off the bat, I go for for the brutal like founders beast right off the bat. But in that one, they had yeah. a lot of that where you just picked up a log in one of them and we walked through a swamp. Yep. Yeah. 100%, the ball shrinker. Did you yes. go through the ball shrinker, was that it? Yeah, we went through the ball shrinker, but we had to pick up a log and take it with us. Yeah. Now that's, 
the I remember the logs. Yeah, yeah, I had to do. Yeah, those are brutal. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the things, and they've gotten away from that. And that's why I love the idea you're talking about. Pick up something that's there. You know, why bring all this man-made stuff out into the woods? You have trees, you have rocks, you have everything out there to use. And we can create half of this race just by literally taking these logs, these cut down trees, rolling them on course, making them hop over burpees, box jumps, um, picking up heavy rocks. I mean, jumping back in the water. We're not necessarily, we may or may not bring the water this year, but we're kind of leaning against the water. We will have water on course. So we've been running through creeks and doing all sorts of things. But last year we had a river crossing and it was really awesome. But this year we're just trying to always bring in new elements and make it fun and exciting. So we're, we're sorting that out. That is awesome. Yeah. That is really good. And I mean, I know, I know Ryan and I mean, I know Ryan's brain. I mean, he can come up with some great things or workouts and everything else. So, I mean, I, I can just imagine what this is going to be like when it's done. Um, when is it? August 5th. Yeah. August 5th at 9 a.m. So we have a competitive bracket to this as well, too, Mike. So when people sign up last year, they actually we made the competitive racers carry an egg for the last two miles of the race through the water without breaking breaking it and if they broke that egg through the swim they had to do burpees the moment right before the finish line which could have made or broke their race yeah and it was really you know as a first year race um we did fantastic like we almost pushed we had about 62 people and they all signed up the night before a lot of them did yeah no joke Yeah, I think what we enjoyed, like Ryan and Benny and I, and it was a lot of work. So really, it was a lot of thinking, are we going to come back and host again? But the thing that really like sealed the deal was that people really had a good time. They had a lot of joy. They were coming around and just like we had so much good feedback and positivity that we saw that community right there. And there was people that came from like Seattle and deep down in Oregon, I remember, because we were looking at registration. And it was just like this sense of hope again for the future of joy again of mm-hmm. where we could come together and be like okay this feels good yeah yeah which is awesome and that's one of the big things we've been seeing a lot we had right before covid there seemed to be an influx of new local races mm-hmm. yep. and then all of a sudden like covid just killed them all mm-hmm. you know and now all of a sudden we've gone down to, once again we have just the big guys and now they're even stepping back where they were here one weekend and it's like, cool, we get one OCR this year. Right. You know? yeah. And it's one that most of us have done so many times. We're like, whoopee, let's go do it again. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, you know, awesome to hear about a new one with new ideas, new everything else, you know, where we're going into it and we're surprised. You know, yes. it's not the same thing we've seen for six years. And the other thing that makes us stand apart is this year we decided to create a patch for the metal. So you could put it on your vest, your rucksack or wherever or on a patch board. And um, we'll have patch boards, some of them for sale there at the event, but the patch you can interchange and build up on those. And it's something that you can be proud of, but it stands out different than just having a metal or a t-shirt. You know, we want to stand out in a little bit different way. Which is awesome. I love that. Cause I've got that. I've got 
patches now where on like the board I have downstairs, I just have medals covering it. And after a while, you're like, I think every medal I earned last year is now sitting in a pile underneath the wall because I haven't even gotten to the point of, I'm like, what's the point? I mean, yay, they all look the same as the year before. <laughs> so you just, yeah. but having the, the, the patches is a whole new thing. Cause like you said, I mean, my rock pack, I can put a, you know, patch on it for yeah. whatever I want to represent today and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of cool where I can move those around and change them and they're usable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's the thing too, is like, you know, uh, it's kind of just this monster that we are are unleashing you know like I have an idea and then then he's like okay well what if we do this instead or do this on top of that and then Nicole was like oh my gosh well what if you include this and so <laughs> this part of all these ideas and, and you know we work very well together um and now we all come from different backgrounds and have different ideas but man, we are so passionate about this race. And, and like Nicole said, the feeling that, that at least we got, and I'm sure everyone else, it sounds like got too, but we got from this race where we have all these people, you know, coming together and they're laughing and it's fun. And it's not about so much as, you know, trying to be super, super competitive and, you know, not feeling like you can do some of this stuff. It's just very um, community oriented and it's, it's, it's awesome. That, and that is right? awesome. And you know, the focus isn't so much like with that roots, that grassroots experience, right? We want people to, to laugh, to be laid back, to not worry so much that it's going to be, you know, we handed out 50, a hundred bucks and we'll do it again this year, but we handed out gold spray painted toilet paper. <laughs> that was our first, second place medals. Look at Lorenzo and Jeremy, man. That's awesome. And I, they loved it. And Jeremy came running through Kaufman, man. You know, he's doing core events over in Portland. Yep. He's doing fantastic. The dude, yeah. I can't give enough credit to that dude for what he's done this year, especially him and Fontaine. And it's just blowing up. Like that dude is going to go somewhere in three to five years when he keeps it going. Mm -hmm. And, we, you know, we have our own specific race we like to do. And we want to build off of it. We yeah. might end up being. Well, the other thing is like Ryan was saying earlier, we're trying to create this maybe series or events like the papermaker events. And so we've thought about, okay, doing some SGX, just group trainings and that to prep people for the races. And then maybe just trial races. And then also some rucks, some free mm -hmm. rucks or, you know, other rucks at longer distances where we can get together and do those things as community to be together than to prep for the ultimate, you know, August yeah. 5th of that race coming up. Which is awesome too. Cause I mean, it sounds like too, where you guys are over north near like the Spokane area. So you can almost build kind of a group over there prepping for it. You know, you got Ryan down, you know, in the Portland, you know, Vancouver area that could build a, a group down there and then kind of bring them all in. So, I mean, that, that's cool too, to be able to have two different locations already just by yeah. where you live. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we'll come up there too, Mike. Like I'll I'll throw an SGX event over in Seattle. You can get it. Awesome. Know, fight it out. Come in the middle of summer. I mean, it gives us a reason to travel too. Yeah, that'd be that, awesome. I I need to get back on the the boat and get working. So so that gives us a reason to come by because we will show up and then we'll do another podcast when we come over. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because I, I, I've been I, I did really good for a long time. And then it's been about the last five months. I decided to take a month break that turned into five months. And now I'm like, 
gained like 30 pounds and i'm like well that was stupid <laughs> well all you got to do is start walking and start to oh no i've started running again i've got the bike i've got the bike all set up downstairs because i had getting ready for the triathlons so yeah um, i took it out one day got three miles blew a tire so that figures but <laughs> <laughs> bike shoes are not made for walking i will tell you that <laughs> no they aren't the clank those are so so difficult to walk in i just yes. hear it. And then yeah. you tip over. You get a flat tire and you tip over with your clip-ins. You ever had that happen yet? Yeah, that's actually what's funny is that's what I did in the Ironman. That's how I dislocated my shoulder. Oh, <laughs> I got stuck and bike. I tipped over. I hit my shoulder because I didn't want the bike to hit the ground because it's a $6,000 bike. So oh. and I hit my shoulder. And when I did, I popped it out. Oh. And, then I, and then, of course, because I'm stupid, I popped it back into place and started going again. But so Goodness gracious. Oh yeah. my god. But then that's when I decided, okay, my body needed a break. I had two and a half years where I went from 310 to 180. And then oh, wow. so decided gotta... it's it's time to slow down for a bit. So yeah. <laughs> no, we you know, and that this we'll save that story for another day too, you yeah. know, because Paul and I have both had our own journey through uh the journey through weight loss, you know. I got arthritis today. I mean, we were both super like Remember that movie Fat Camp or what was it called back in 94? <laughs> you know, that was, that was us. Like, yes. I was, uh, my nickname was Tons of Fun. And I just realized that last <laughs> oh week. Oh, my you know? God. <laughs> I knew right yeah. that one. So I used to, you know, and that's, that's what awesome. my, be like, my best friend in high school mm -hmm. always called me. And he's like, what's up, Tons of Fun? And, you know, and that's kind of what stuck with me for so long. But I'm hoping to be able to tell you guys all that fun stuff because yeah. that's a whole nother We'll have story. to have a whole another story on that because I know everyone. And that's one thing that's really cool to see, like talking to people to know because you immediately see like, you know, people that are in great shape, like you guys or Ryan. And you're immediately like, oh, you've probably been an athlete your entire life. And then you're like, get talking to them. And you're like, oh, no, never mind. Yeah, you know, I all got a pass. Yeah, I lost, um, I've lost over 100 pounds to date since the time I was 16 to now and going through this journey of finding out what works and myself. And so it's like so cool because we have a gym out of our home. And so our gym, Fitness with Benny, is, is out of our home, 800 square foot gym, but we have a good tribe up here. And we can connect on such an element because of not being <laughs> just these like people will think that they'll assume like oh you were just like athletic and thin and we're like no <laughs> we were not we have a history so and I think that's one of those things it's so much easier to do like when you you let people know that because immediately they see someone like when I lost all the weight and I was down to 180 people like oh my god you must be running I'm like here's me a year ago I mean you know well, they show them the photo and they're like yeah because i did one that was so funny is i have my twit card it's like five years old to get onto like bases and stuff like that and i showed it one day and i'm still like 310 when i got that got the picture so one of the guards is looking at the picture looking at me one day looking at the picture i'm like do i need to like blow up my cheeks to make it seem better i mean <laughs> he's like yeah maybe <laughs> but i mean we've all got our past and i mean that's what's cool too is to see like the path you guys you know here you guys have been in the past you haven't always been the athletic people you know that you are and you've gone through that journey and now you've got a race yeah for everybody to go through you know we all just assume ryan's always been a you know, know. man-made his entire life he's just always been the 
Ryan's just always looked like that. Yeah, he's the genetically gifted. He's probably yeah. one of the few who are genetically gifted. He's well, just been the, the perfect man specimen in his life. He just woke up perfect this morning. He's I'm the real He pees at the moment. Yeah. Those are all assumptions, though. We don't really know that. Yeah, those are all assumptions. They are assumptions, but... <laughs> you know, I working out I was in the military. I, I used to get picked on the first time I went through my aviation school because I was like 120 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. He used to call me like a little girl. So, oh. and see, that's one of those things that's just amazing to hear. Like, you know, you immediately, you know, you see people now and you've known them for a couple of years and you just assume, but yeah, hearing like, oh no, I was this, you know, and you know, like you yeah. said, he was 120 pound, you know. Kind of he did the the Steve Rogers thing went from you know 120 pound <laughs> to 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 Captain America, but you know yeah. and that's kind of that thing that's kind of cool. Like I said, to have that where it's like, hey, we went on a journey too to get here, and now we're making this race for everybody. Yeah, yep. and I think that's where the empathy and the compassion come from in this sport, especially if you can be able to connect with people. The connection is there. It's not just. It's not that everyone looks alike is the same. I mean, you see that in competitive stuff. You're like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, nobody's really that nice. <laughs> They're yeah. all like, there's all this, just this uh, image with it. And I think we want to break that too with our race and events that we do because we don't want that exact image. We do want competitive to always set apart for people that want that edge. But we also, what does that look like? It doesn't have to exactly look like what competitive on maybe another race we know <laughs> looks yeah. like. So. Yeah, which is awesome. So so you said August 5th. Yep. Um, Lackamas. It's uh, at Lackamas uh, Park. So I know there's a few parks over there, but it's 3344 Everett Street. That's the address out there. You can find all of us on Instagram. So Ryan can be found at, I think it's proprioception at proprioception. Yeah, correct. Uh, it's uh, proprio.ft. Proprio.ft. So that we will is put links in the, the, the description. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to spell it out. We're, we're at fitness with Benny's, and that is B E N N I E S. Yeah. And our um, links for the race, we'll have you uh, yeah, link those we'll, on we'll here. We'll throw them for you too, Mike, and hopefully mm -hmm. we can gain some traction on this. This is our second year doing this. And we and it sounds amazing. Yeah. And Mike, we'll set up an SGX event. I would, my wife and I would yeah. love to come over and see you, go to Seattle. I'm sure I can pull Ryan up there for a few hours too. Probably. Probably we just have to find it. I'm sure we could find a place to do it between uh, Don. He's really good at finding stuff like that. So, and he really gets mad at me because I always do stuff. I'm like, Hey, I have this great idea. And then here, Don, figure it out. But <laughs> that's best friend right there. That's I, I, some people don't know this, but me and Don, we met in preschool. Oh really? my so we've known each other for 43 years now. Forty-four. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Like, so we met in preschool. Oh, that makes my heart happy. Yeah. yeah. So, so you guys yeah, really know each other. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do. He he's basically like my brother. We've he's more he's more my brother than my actually my actual blood brothers. So, I mean, wow. he is. So, I mean, but it's always been our entire lives. I come up with crazy ideas, and like a week or so later, he's like, "Hey, I figured this out," and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" 
<laughs> it's like that idea you had last week and i'm like i completely ought to like five ideas past that but yeah. he is so good at like making things happen i'm yeah so, so you're the visionary then mike so you're the visionary he's the actual doer of the yeah. vision yes yes okay i oh, that is so i'm so such a good that's a whole nother conversation too yes. but you need both sides of that mm -hmm. point i'm the yes. visionary she keeps me on track but my wife always tells me always tells me quit talking about it until it's done do not say a word do it do it yeah execute action i hate and when people it. talk about things it's just a waste i'm like just do it yep do see, what that's is my required. i i that's have a bad habit of that and i did that honestly even on this podcast for like two years when i was 310 <laughs> talking about i'm gonna do this and then finally one day something just snapped in my brain and i just started doing it and everyone's like what changed i'm like i don't know I just yeah. suddenly they started doing it and, you know, yeah. paying attention to what I ate, went out like now and I even have a habit now. I still don't get Starbucks, but like I used to, I fill my, my, every morning I make a full pot of coffee and pour my protein shake in it and off I go. Yeah. So that's my sweetener is my protein shake. That's perfect. Well, it's good to do things in, uh, in, in quiet because it's good to have a little mystery to yourself. So then when you do reveal all the work you've done, it's already there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so so I, I i'm in the process now of getting back into doing everything to get my body moving again my biggest problem is i think over the two like two and a half years i pushed i i injured multiple things and didn't wow. take care of it so it was like once i had the major one in the this the the iron man and i started relaxing i'm like oh hey i think that calf's messed up too oh shit you know so yeah and then it's like oh i need a little more break a little and then all of a sudden it's like okay i took too long of a break <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to work in recovery That's to actually, uh, to actually move well. So work yes. in recovery first and then you get to move well. I'm definitely one of those people where I think I have the, the addictive personality where I just started working out and that's all I could do. I, I never stopped for breaks. I never took recovery. I never thought about recovery. Every coach I've ever had is like, stop and recover. I'm like, uh-huh, cool. And then I'd go <laughs> run a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we... I don't, we don't ever stop, right? There's never really a day off per se. Yes. I, I sit in front, you know, I use the GoWad mobility app and it mm -hmm. like, so like the best $12 I've spent in quite some time, I've spent close to eight hours on mobility now. And it is pro it has helped my, my fitness and my stretching and how I understand what I need to do in order to become a better athlete. And it's a big piece of it. So it is. Structure is a big key. And that was my, one of my biggest mistakes in the beginning was all I did was run. I ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. And that's, I was running over a hundred miles every month on, and I did that for two, over two years straight, a hundred miles, a minimum of a hundred miles a month. If I didn't hit a hundred miles, I was pissed. So yeah. I did a minimum of a hundred miles a month. And then it was just all of a sudden, like, my body was like, no, you're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's important to go through that process. So, you mm -hmm. know, to listen to your body and yep. then each person is unique. You know, I have to start my morning with some yoga and some Pilates before I can actually get through my day to do my actual workout. And that's just like easing my body in, you know, I have chronic pain. And so I just know over the years, like that's what I have to do or else if I don't, it throws me totally off. Yeah. And then I feel just like that. You're just gung ho, you know, and it doesn't work well that way. So it's good to go yeah. through the process though. It is. And I think that's one thing. I, I mean, if anything, I learned a lot over the last like basically three years of 
how my body reacts to things and what I need to do. So, and that's one of those things that, you know, you have to do sometimes it's like you, you do things you do. It may look like I did great where I lost all the weight and did all that. But at the same time, some of the things I did to get there weren't always the healthiest, you know, cause yeah. I didn't take the breaks. I didn't do stuff. So now it's looking back, you know, at my age, we don't recover as quick, <laughs> no. you know, I mean, I'm, I'm 45. My body does not recover like it did in my twenties. So it's all those things we got to think about, you know, work with. And I mean, that's one of the things I mean, me and Ryan have talked about this in the past where it's like, you know, take a break, relax, figure out what you're doing and learn from what you've done and figure mm-hmm. out how to make it better for the next time. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm good at. I'm very bad at listening to my body, but mm-hmm. I'm, it'll remind me later on down the road that uh, I need to take some breaks So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I, I can't wait to, I mean, August, August 5th, I'm gonna have to look at what I'm doing. Cause I mean, most people know this, if everything goes the way it's supposed to be, that should be right before if everything goes the way it's supposed to, that I'm actually leaving Washington. So, but where are you going? If everything goes the way it's supposed to Texas. Oh, nice. Oh. Well, I can't come say I I'm complaining. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would want you to leave the West side of the mountains for Texas. Like, I think I'm so happy to hear that. Like, I couldn't be happier. I mean, I it just, I mean, part of it's weather, other things I'm just, yeah, I can't do it over here anymore. I grew up here. I've, I love Washington. I love the beautiful weather, but there's other issues that I'm just done with. Yeah, <laughs> you do you. Yeah. I mean, if I could have stayed, I used to live for a while. I lived in Pullman for a while and I went to school at Spokane Falls. Okay. So I lived over there for a bit and I mean, I loved it over there, but my wife would, during the summers, my wife would love over there. The winters, not so much. Oh, I feel you. (laughs) It is hard, especially if your body has any issues and in the winter, I feel like it's a you kind of are just, you lose yourself a little bit, you know, like it's just, it's tough. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not, I said the other day, it wasn't unique to each person to go through that winter blues, but it is uh, unique as in how you feel it, you know? And so, yeah, it's challenging. And that's it. As we've gotten older, that's one of both of us had issues because I've had major injuries to my foot, my knee, you know, when I was younger. And as I'm getting older, the winters are getting harder to like mm-hmm. go out and do stuff because my knee and my foot don't want to work right. You know, the second it's cold, my knee's like, Nope, we're done. You know, my yeah. foot's the same way. Um, cause I shattered my foot seven years, seven years ago now. So broke all five metacarsals right across the top of my foot. So yeah, like, so, and it doesn't quite, it does. Okay. But in the winter, when it starts getting cold, I have major issues. So it's like the, the warmer climate works so much better for oh, my, yeah. my ability. So, and the same for my wife, she doesn't like, she hates being cold. So in Washington <laughs> at 10 months out of the year, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, I know. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. So, but I can't wait for your event. I mean, in August 5th, I mean, that's a great time. I mean, that's when it's, you know, the weather's where it should be around here, where it's nice and warm. I mean, you could get a little bit of rain, but even rain in August 5th is going to be warm rain. You know, yeah. so, I mean, it's sounds Hopefully. like it's a great time. I would love to get rain on August 5th. And I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it's just that other element, mm-hmm. you know, it I adds remember- a whole nother element. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, before a lot of rain the day before beautiful the day of yeah yeah 
it helps with the waterfalls and the creeks and everything there. So like, it's just so beautiful anyways. Lacamas is, Lacamas Lake over there. And the, the different elevations and elements of that course are just amazing. And so when you get that rain, that little extra drizzle, it just puts it all together. It gives you that real P&W feel. Yeah. And that's one of the beautiful things about living in the Pacific Northwest that I've always loved is, I mean, you can't, you can go get those hikes where you can go way up in the middle of nowhere. Um, I've done a few up here, you know, up here, I've done some down in Oregon. Um, I go down to Oregon occasionally for work and I've mm -hmm. done stuff down there and I'll go on some of the hikes when I'm down there if I have time, but it's amazing to, you know, see the nature, what we have up here. And I mean, how beautiful it can be, but part of the reason for that is because it rains constantly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I could join you. I would. Yeah, I'm over the rain too. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I mean, like I mentioned, my son moved out. That's why we, I've been rearranging the, the studio and redoing things. Um, he was the last. He was my youngest. We're empty nesters. So. Okay. That's yeah. a whole nother, That's a whole new world. It is. Yeah. It is. So, um, we had kids way too young, but it worked out because I'm 45 and my youngest is gone. So. Yeah. Yeah. My oldest is in Oregon. She's um, in the Gresham area. She's almost 22. I had mine really young. I have two. Benny has two. So we're blended. Mm -hmm. And then my 16. And then we have two little ones still. So we're not quite out of the out of that yet. But good for yeah. you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Ryan has his two little ones. Too. I know. Yep. He's got a couple little ones, too. So, I mean, and that's yeah. it's one of those. It's definitely different to all of a sudden be like, oh, hey, there's nobody here. Yeah. So told my wife, you know, this I is a pants-free zone now. I did want to mention though, since we're talking about kids, our race, we had an amazing festival area last mm -hmm. year and it had a bounce house. We're bringing that back this year. So it is really kid friendly, family friendly as well. So, um, it's for everybody to bring their families out, spectate, come and join in the fun. And so that was another element I was thinking about, uh, we didn't mention. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So yeah, thank you. So, um, so it is very festival. There is, you know, there's a festival for kids, for their family, everything. And that's one thing that's good to know and let people know, because I mean, that's where a lot of people have issues um, of wanting to go to these events. It's like, well, what is the family going to do while we race? You know? Exactly. Um, so that's good to know you have the bounce house, you have everything. Is there going to be like food vendors or anything uh, like that? Or did. Last year we did an ice cream cart, but this year we're kind of still looking at our options for vendors because we haven't tied all of that together yet. But uh, we have some cool things in mind. So some food type trucks and then, um, and we really are looking at that, that small community. So bringing for those type of things, we're looking at the community close around to kind of support their small yeah. businesses. Yeah, we would love to, especially. Yeah. In that is awesome. And we yeah. talked about raffles too so you know even if, if you're not there to race but you're there to just support the community and watch and have a good time there's raffles for you know people who are going to uh, be coming to this um, to support the local community as well so you know it's going to be fun for everybody for sure and that's yeah. awesome that's one of those good things to hear i mean that's you know because i've been to a lot of those races some small town races are really good about that other ones are like oh yeah we didn't even think about that they have like you set up and then you race and so it's really good to hear that you guys thought about like Hey, having a festival area for the kids, everything yeah. like that for the family members. Cause like for me, when I go race, my race, my wife doesn't race. She's mm -hmm. like, nope, that's not my thing. I don't like to do it, but she'll go with me. Yeah. Uh, 
it's one of those things that, you know, I don't want to like, you know, I feel bad because some of the races we've been to, it's like, okay, go sit here in this corner while I go run for an hour and a half. Yeah. Exactly. We're yeah. trying to avoid that. Well, it's all yeah. part of the experience, you know, and the more people that you have out there cheering on, which is another part of what we're really focusing on right now. Um, when we ran the course last time, Ryan and all of us were talking about how do we get the even houses around to cheer on people and support? And so it really is just all the elements drawing people in and not um, separating the people. So we won't have a spectator fee. People will just be able to come. So, yeah. So as we're running, Ryan had this beautiful idea because you can see about 10 to 20 houses on about mile three to four. And we were going to go knock on doors, Mike and ask them to come out in the morning and cheer these racers on like you know it's like that's a simple yet profound idea that i mean to take the time to go do that before no race director is going to do that right it's they're too big at that point you know Mm -hmm. i pray you know if it gets big mike where we have a thousand person event and we end you know I don't know what this looks like. We didn't expect to be race directors. We really didn't. And it actually turned out, we learned a lot and we want more people to be involved. You know, we want, I want to meet the neighborhood. I want us to have a perfect venue and continue to grow off of this. We want you know, I sent out an email to the previous racers and, you know, with the SGX event, with the Rucks, I want me and Nicole, we, we ruck a lot. So just to get out, do five, 10 miles, go walking, get to know each other. I mean, everybody likes walking, Mike. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the thing. There is never a bad time to walk. Yeah. And if somebody wants to volunteer, we are very (laughs) welcoming to all anyone that wants to volunteer. Um, We had a, we had a great group last year. I am the one that they would connect with, but if they would just, um, link up with us on one of our pages and say, Hey, I'm interested in volunteering. Even if it's a family member or whomever, uh, we can definitely connect, uh, that and put it on paper so we can get that set up. That'd be good. Yeah. So, I mean, volunteers is always a good thing to have and have help. I mean, that's one thing I found at a lot of races. I mean, where you have that small town feel, I've been on some of those, but they have like, you know, maybe not the houses, but people out on the course cheering you on it changes yeah. it, it gets you that motivation like oh hey i was gonna start walking but no now people are cheering me on i need to keep going yeah. and, and push <laughs> and i mean it changes your entire feel where you might be at that moment where you're just feeling like defeated like i'm done yeah. this is horrible but someone starts cheering you on and it's amazing how that you get that you know i don't know what it is oxytocin or whatever the heck it is whatever freaking starts yeah. going through your brain you know that chemical that's like do it and you start pushing oh, yeah. and going more yeah Gives you the drive to push that extra mile you need to go that you think my tank is empty. And, you know, that person says, just go, you got it. And it's really, it is really that, you know, and the volunteers, we can't say enough because they, no. without our volunteers, and we, I think we only had 14 last year, we needed more, but without that group of people, it would have not gone on the nope. course none of it could have gone on without the volunteers. So that is a detrimental part of the whole race uh, directing that we discovered volunteers are everything. Yeah. Yes, it is. And that's one of those things like, you know, for, for venues to be, or 
race directors really understand is the volunteers are everything. And I mean, making sure to take care of them and all that. And I mean, you get good volunteers. I mean, you can have a great race. So um, I've done a few races where they had amazing volunteers. Um, one of the ones I used to do there, which I don't know, I don't think they're going to happen anymore, but they used to get the uh, local ROTC would come out. Oh, yeah. That's, we're actually, um, we're thinking about doing that. The high school track team is something we've talked about bringing mm -hmm. them on. Um, the ROTC is what uh, was one of, and I actually, I think I was talking to Ryan and Benny about that last time. Cause when I used to do one of the courses out there, they had that. And I said, that was just so cool. It was such a cool part of element of that race. Mm -hmm. And um, I think uh, we have, three active duty um, military clients ourselves. And so we reached out to one of them in the Marines and he's actually in contact with uh, the people in office. Vancouver, the recruiting office to see if they can get some of those guys out there or even set up a military maybe booth out there or something. So it would be, it'd be just nice. fun. I mean, it's a blast when you can get them, especially if you can get them because then you can always also even throw in some like military type, you know, activity yeah. or something Take like that on one of the obstacles bar. <laughs> that's all you need is a pull-up bar yeah something crazy like that which is i mean so cool and that's what i love about you know a small event like yours there's nothing saying how you have to do it whatever well, yeah. idea comes to your brain you're like this sounds amazing you know and you can do whatever you want i mean that's what's awesome because I've always loved those because all these bigger events you run to, it's like, okay, I know what's coming up. I know this, I've done this obstacle 7,000 times now. Mm -hmm. I know what this is. And you go to a small event, you come around the corner and I love that feeling of what in the hell? <laughs> yeah. 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 Ryan's, Ryan's got a couple of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we keep talking about community and, and, and preaching that and, and, um, I didn't have a chance to tell you guys this, but I uh, have actually been reaching out to the Camus um, music. Um, God, I can't think of the name right now. The music program that they have. And so, you know, oh, I was good. talking about uh, the booster program. So as far as talking about um, having volunteers, I know that I've been kind of going back and forth a little bit with them. But the, there isn't a music program for the Camus school district right now is what I'm being told. And so they're trying to make that happen but they need um they need help and so you know i'm hoping that we can kind of work together to support the community in that way as well so yeah uh, we, we just we just want the community to come together and just have something that they look forward to throughout the whole year or maybe a couple times as well yeah mm -hmm. we'd like to do more than just this race you know um it doesn't have to be this extravagant just something to where we can bring the community i do not want the ocr sport to die mike like that's yeah the direction i could see covid did not do it well especially i mean even when spartan bought out tough mutter right before covid happened and it ended up you know i just we want to keep it alive and we want it to thrive because that's what saved my life mm -hmm. yeah and i think the other thing is we're really thoughtful and when we're prepping for this um we start in march and we're looking at those calendars to make sure there's nothing there's not going to be like a bunch of races on that weekend we're trying to make it set up to where people really can come out there and enjoy it we're not fighting with other races in the same weekend we're trying to be super thoughtful for that so it does turn out to be a good yep. event which is awesome and that's one thing that i think a lot of people make a mistake of they don't look to say oh what else is happening that weekend and then all of a sudden they make us choose between 
you know, mm-hmm. do you want to do this race this weekend or that one? And I mean, even when you had like the big brand last year had two of their same races on the same, the same weekend. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it always went. That's why I, <laughs> yeah, and then they that... ended up having to cancel one because it wasn't getting, you know, one signing up. It's like, cause of course we're going to this one up here. We're not going to go yet. You know? Yeah. 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 For sure. Like you but made us just, choose. Yeah, but just know, Mike, that this year's paper maker is going to be better than last year. Every year we do this, it's going to get better. Ryan's craft gets better and better. We are all here to believe in our community, support it, grow it, and we want everybody to actually come try what obstacle course racing is. Mm-hmm. It changed our lives, I can tell you that, and we wanted to do that for somebody else. Yeah. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So point blanks, that's simple. Yeah, that's awesome. So August fifth, August fifth, in Lacamas. 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 I keep wanting to say yeah. Lacamas, but it's Lacamas. Okay. Yeah, in Camas, Washington. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's a Clackamas, Oregon, right? There is a Clackamas. Mistake it with that. That's what I keep it's wanting to say. Than, it's Clackamas. I'm like, wait a it's minute. It's better than that. <laughs> so, so, so it's Lackamas. So, all right, that makes a lot more sense. But and Lackamas is actually the fun thing is if people were used to already traveling out to Spartan, which is in Washougal, just mm-hmm. the t- literally right next door, um, they are would be coming to the same area. So if you already are used to coming out to that area, which would be about that same weekend. it's pretty much the same weekend that would have been that one so i mean it's you know why not just go to the same area and just do a a different race with a different idea i mean that's set up by you know really good people so um yeah it sounds awesome i think i know what i'm doing august 5th good yeah we'd like (laughs) i just gotta get my body back into the right shape (laughs) start tomorrow Oh no, it's, it's, I've actually already done something today. So I did, uh, actually this weekend we did a, a modified Murph oh, in my cool. body. Yeah. We just did the Murph yesterday. Yeah. We didn't do the full, we did, we ran a, a 5k, but it was a 5k with over, with 800 feet of elevation wow. and a 5k. And then yeah. we did half of the, half of the, the rest of it. So what, 50 pushups, uh, 70 or a hundred or 50 pull-ups, a hundred pushups and 150 squats. Yeah. yeah. Well, you I gotta mean, start with the mini to train up to the big guys. We so. got the Murph next month, Mike. So I know, so and that's why we were doing it. So because normally we do too, because we do the triathlons. Me and my buddy will go to the gym and do um, usually Sundays, and we'll do a small triathlon. We'll swim for an hour, run for an hour, and then bike for an hour. Good for so, you guys. Yeah. That's great. That's so awesome. I'm trying to get back into the, the the shape of it. My legs are hating me at the moment. Yeah. I got one of those air things, those air massager things for my legs. It actually works really well, but that's good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be traveling back to Vancouver this Thursday for the weekend. So we'll be hitting up Ryan and, uh, planning some more and, uh, running the course some more. (laughs) So, uh, we will get it all sorted out, but it's actually been, it's just such a fun experience for us. That is awesome. Um, that's perfect. So I, August 5th, it's going to be an awesome time. Um, is there anything else you want to tell the listeners before we go? Because I know we're getting close. We may have even crossed the hour mark because I didn't see when we started. But Don always yells at me when I go past an hour. I don't care, though. But yep. 
You know, I want to say, if you're looking at signing up, if you're interested, try to sign up before May 1st. There's a 20% discount right now. Use early bird. Um, after that, the prices go up a little bit. I mean, they're nowhere even close to Spartan prices. But, you know, uh, if you're looking to do something this summer, that's a lot of fun uh, and have something that's a little bit more cheap than than spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on Spartan races. This this is your event. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll Last thing, Mike, is mm -hmm. we do we do provide a 20% off for all veterans and first responders because we love and our seniors. We do. And anybody over the age of 55, like I truly would love to see out there, but we give 20% off because we absolutely love our veterans. Um, number one, we love, we even thank Ryan for his service too. So it's, it really comes down to those are the, the blood, sweat and tears of America. So mm -hmm. We want them to be there first, and I just. And if you caught that, Benny thinks that fifty-five is the senior age. Um... That's when AARP sends those discounts out. So we're uh, we're being generous, you generous. know. We're not waiting till sixty-five. We're giving you that uh, fifty-five. I say I'm not there yet, so I still got ten years. <laughs> Yep. Good. no we appreciate you for having us on mike yeah, thank and, you oh anytime and if you want to do another one before as we get closer to try and you know drum up some more I'm, I'm happy with that too i mean i love talking with you know local events that was our big push honestly before COVID hit was local race local yeah and then yeah. all of a sudden everything shut down and it's like race nothing nowhere but yeah. you know, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, and, right, local and support your small businesses yes. is really like, I mean, that's the, that's what we want to promote. Yep. So race local, um, support the small businesses. So, I mean, if you're in the Spokane area, definitely, you know, find a fitness for Bennies. Fitness yeah. for Bennies. And if you're down in the, the Vancouver area, find Ryan if you want a really good trainer. So, so he yeah. is, he is top notch. Thank you. He's in excellent condition. Yeah. He is. He he is the 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 perfect male specimen. <laughs> totally embarrassed at this whole time. So yeah, you can't see, but I'm blushing. His yep. abs are not painted on. So. No, they are not. <laughs> and he's single, ladies. Yeah. No, see now they're trying to hook you up too. Only looking for the right lady. Oh yeah, Brian is very. I'll take the help. <laughs> Tinder hasn't been working. I'll yeah. do the um sorting of the women. <laughs> Or this is how well this works, Mike. This yes, trio. This, is a, this is definitely a good trio. You guys work well together. So, all right. Well, thank you guys. This was a blast. Um, I look forward to talking to you some more. Um, definitely. And hopefully, if you, you get an SGX up here, let me know. I mean, I'm sure Don can find a place to do it. He's really good at that stuff. I, he's probably yelling at me right now for volunteering him for more stuff. But so. <laughs> <laughs> we could good. find something and get a, a good weekend going and get some stuff going i mean we need it up here i mean that's the biggest problem we have in the northwest you know the one thing i've always said is i think the bigger companies the biggest mistake they make is going to like seattle snohomish no 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 go to eastern washington because then you surprise everyone because they're like oh we're going to washington where it's nice and green and gorgeous no you're going to the desert yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. most yeah. of washington is a freaking desert yeah, and you get to see mooses and elk and, yeah. you know, freedom and what do you, yeah. you know, that's good. It is, it is. So, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys. And I'm, I'm sure we will talk in soon. Yes, you will. All right. See you later. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.